Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. Today on my show, I'm happy to welcome Sophie. Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks podcast, Sophie. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Oh, awesome. I'm excited to have you. What is your question for me today? Okay. um, So how does an introvert find some really good friends? Again. Okay. So let's make that question personal. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Want to ask that again? Because I think that's probably about you, I'm guessing. Yes. How do I try to make more friends? I think throughout this COVID pandemic, it's become pretty clear that I don't really have substantial friends, Mm. if that makes sense. Like I have acquaintances and friendly people, but I've just felt very lonely. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're not alone in that during, especially during this, this time of the pandemic. So I just want you to know you're not alone in, in your loneliness. There are a lot of people Mm -hmm. who are feeling the same way. Yeah. And, and let's talk about, you know, what that's been like for you and what we can help you, you know, do about it. Sound yeah. good? Yeah, I would okay. love to find some ideas of what to do about it. I have, so I'm LDS and, you know, I have kind of a community there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, so my husband left the church quite a while ago. And I feel like it's kind of been, I feel kind of lost in that space and not mm-hmm. really able to find really good connection there mm-hmm. in a way. Okay. Is, is there any part of you that's holding back? Yeah, I feel, I mean, I'm, I'm more introverted and I get kind of afraid in social settings. So it's kind of harder to put myself out there and be vulnerable. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about the fear in social settings. What, what, tell me what you mean, or give me an example. So I really understand what you're talking about. Um, let's see. I'm I'm really good at being friendly and mm-hmm. kind, but when there's a lot of people, it just feels overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So, for example, relief society activities or ward activities is really hard, especially by myself, to go mm-hmm. out there and try to make friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, as an introvert, you... Most introverts draw their energy from being alone and kind of being internal. Yeah. And so often being around large groups is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So that's just totally normal. How can you either get a subgroup in that large group that you can connect with or kind of create opportunities for you to meet with one or two or three people instead of? 200. Right. 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 Can you imagine going to the activity or whatever the church event is and kind of 
narrowing it down to like, I want to get to know these two people tonight. Yeah, that makes sense. Does, does um, that feel doable? Yeah, it does. It, it definitely feels doable. Another issue is um, just feeling like the area where I'm at, I feel like my, my feelings are just different than everybody. I mean, that sounds mm. kind of ridiculous, but um, I don't know how to explain it. I just feel different. Okay. Are you willing to share what makes you feel different? Like what? Well, I mean, the, this COVID, the pandemic's brought out a lot of, um, I mean, political and just everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. There was a friend that I, um, I met her before the pandemic and we kind of clicked and things were good, but then, you know, we were being, trying to be safe and, and didn't meet together and get to know each other very well. But then now we've met a few times and I just feel like our views are so different mm. that it's hard to get over that. I, I guess mm-hmm. I just want an easy, you know, like mm-hmm. just something easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really hard when you reach out and you take a risk and it doesn't pay off like you hope, you know? Yeah. Those easy friendships where you have a lot of things in common and it's deep and those are more rare than the kind of nice, friendly acquaintances. Mm -hmm. And when you find them, you, you know, you invest in them and and keep them. Um, Have you had that kind of friendship before? Um, I mean, not, not too much. We, when I was growing up, my family was military, so we moved all the time. And, you know, it was back in the day with snail mail. I'm pretty Mm. old. So that was how we kept it. I'm older. I guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was kind of how I would keep in touch with friends through snail mail and stuff. And it never really, you know, it didn't keep up. And so I feel like I don't really have childhood friends or even high school or even college. It's just like I would make connections and have really good friends, but then we would move or life would move on and then it would just Mm -hmm. kind of fizzle out. And so we've been here in this place for a while and it's like, I'm waiting for that friend again, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if there's a part of you that is holding back because in the past, when you've made friends, you've had to leave Mm -hmm. and that's hard. It's hard to kind of yeah. redo that new friend period <laughs> all the time. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's any part of you that might be scared about creating that kind of connection because in your emotional experience, those mm-hmm. don't last. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I feel like that's probably probably what, I mean, I feel like I'm probably... I also feel like I'm too much, like I'm emotional, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe I'm just too much to handle. Mm. Yeah. Where did you get that message, Sophie, that you're too much? I I don't know. Has anyone ever told you that you're too much? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. But that's maybe a fear that you have. 
Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like, um, well, when I, for example, when I send a text to someone, it's like, it takes 20 minutes, you know, I go back and forth, like, is this coming off right? Or Mm -hmm. I just feel like I have reservations of, am I calling them too much or, um, am I bugging them too much? I don't know. Mm -hmm. So a lot of insecurity kind of about you and your expressions and are they good enough and are they right? And are they, you know, is it too much? Is it too little? Is it overwhelming? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing that feels kind of paralyzing in terms of reaching out to people. That's a a lot to kind of um, sort through just to send a text, you know, that's like heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What would, what would you do? How would you be in, in reaching out to people if you didn't have that thought or belief that you're too much? I would probably just do it regardless, Mm -hmm. reach out and then let them say, this is too much maybe, Mm -hmm. or I don't have time for this, or I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do it regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So you just kind of answered your own question. So that thought and that belief, I'm too much, or I have to be different than I really am in order to make a friend, that Mm -hmm. is not going to get you a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not working. No. So what if you work on just, if that thought comes up, I'm too much, or it's not going to work, or that you just go, thank you. Thank you. Because those thoughts are protections. Those are ways Mm -hmm. that we try to protect ourselves, but they're not necessarily true. Okay. Okay. So do what you would do if you didn't have that thought. Okay. So that would be send the text. Don't spend 20 minutes, spend three seconds. Hey, want to get together this week and send it. (laughs) Okay. Hey, I'd love to FaceTime you. Let me know when you have a minute and you Mm -hmm. can get a feel for if it's reciprocal or not. Okay. They'll be like, Hey, thanks for reaching out. And you know, I've had in my life, I tend to be the one that reaches out more than other people reach to me. Okay. And that's, I've just come to recognize, like, that's just kind of how it is. Okay. People assume I'm too busy or I'm too whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I tend to be the one that reaches out because I'm responsible for getting my social needs met. Mm. And you're responsible for getting your social and friendship needs met. Yeah. So it's, this is your job to get those needs met. I like how you frame that. It's my job. Mm -hmm. I feel like I haven't really, I've just been waiting for, you know, something to happen kind of. Yes. Yes. And what I want you to do, Sophie, is in the next church gathering or next church meeting, or just kind of as you're in your neighborhood or things like that. Who notice who are you drawn to? Who are you drawn to? And and seek out that person and strike up a conversation and and kind of do what you would do if you weren't afraid. Okay. Even if you are afraid, <laughs> do it anyway. Mm-hmm. A couple of my closest friends, I actually went up to and said, 
okay, I don't know what it is, but we have to be friends because <laughs> I think you're really cool <laughs> or something like that. That's a good starter. Yeah. Like I, I like and it, I, it was kind of lighthearted and joking, not like yeah, this overwhelming yeah. burden, like <laughs> yeah. you have to be my friend or else. Right. But, um, but they turned out to be really, really, really dear friends. And it was because I said, okay, you're, and I like people who are kind of different than mm-hmm. the norm <laughs> in wherever mm-hmm. I am. I'm kind of attracted to that. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can tell you're, you're kind of thinking outside the box. Let's, let's talk more. I like that. Another thing is I haven't, I mean, me and my kids haven't been to church for over a year, mm-hmm. you know, with the mm-hmm. pandemic and everything. So yeah. that's kind of added to it. And I was just wondering, like, how do I find, like, I've tried that pool, it seems like, how mm-hmm. do I try a different way to get friends mm-hmm. other than just relying on the, you know, that community? Yeah. Are you in any online groups with people with common interests or common ways of thinking or? No, I'm not really online person. Okay. I mean, I have Instagram, but not of like, any close people, I guess. Okay. So on Facebook, it may be worth getting on there and joining some groups of like-minded people. I'm in several and people will post, Hey, who's in Salt Lake city? You want to get together or who's in this or, or like you'll have conversations in the group and be like, we need to meet up. Where do you live? Okay. So that's an option, especially during a pandemic. Um, you know, you could FaceTime or you, you know, I've done like virtual lunches with people just be, mm. depending on what's going on in your specific area in terms mm-hmm. of COVID restrictions. Yeah, okay. I really think you taking responsibility and taking action is going to help you rather than wait for it yeah. to, to kind of occur. You know? Yeah. So it sounds like you've been waiting a while. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I wonder if I, I just have this, like, this idea of, you know, like something exciting happens and I call her up or she needs mm-hmm. something and she calls me up or we go, we have like a group of friends and we go on a girl's trip or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm wondering if it's like, am I idolizing Mm-mm. friendship or? No, no, that's not too much to hope for. Okay. But you are going to create it. You're going to text a group of people in your neighborhood and say, hey, anybody want to go to lunch? It's a huge risk. Um, I have a friend in my neighborhood who felt disconnected. And I watched her as she just kind of created her own little community with like, oh, I kind of want to hang out with this person, this person, and then like got couples together to go to dinner and has really spearheaded this. And this was pre-COVID, but. And I don't know where you live and what the rules are and things like that. But, um, but I was really admiring how she took the lead. And I was, yeah, I was really inspired by that. Like way to go, way to take that on. And I know that's hard. It can be hard for an introvert, but you only need one or two really good friends. You That's don't what need. I'm saying. Like, where <laughs> I just are they? Need one where or two. Yeah. I don't need a crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just need one or two. And I think that this is more in your control than you have felt. I agree. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That really hit me when you said it's my job. It was like, you know, I need to just take control and not just wait around and just do it anyways. Do it even mm-hmm. though I'm scared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. And I can tell you're a delightful person. <laughs> I'm not I'm not worried about your likability or yeah. <laughs> I'm a nice person. I'm a good person. You are. I can tell. And that really comes through when I talk to you. And so let other people see that and reach out, reach out and you take responsibility for your social needs. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Sophie, thank you so much for being on the show today and for sharing your heart and being so vulnerable. Yeah, it was hard, but thank you so much. You're welcome. I was welcome. excited to talk to you. Oh, I'm a huge you. fan. I love, oh. I love all the words that you say. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.